0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. How are you all doing out there? Are you feeling okay? Are you feeling safe? What is up with you? Make sure that you reach out if you ever need anything. Don't hesitate to ask. I'm always here for you guys and I hope that you are having the best time that you possibly can be during this time and I hope that you are using it to really dig deep and pay attention to how you're feeling but today I want to jump right into our podcast episode. I had my friend Jess of Modernly Balanced on the show. I actually virtually met Jess on Instagram via our mutual friend Monica who has also actually been on the show in the past. So now Jess, Monica, and I have a bi-weekly mastermind and meet up to chat about our lives and our businesses and it's so much fun. But that's not what today's podcast is about. Jess is a non-toxic expert living in beautiful Florida. She has done a lot of work, both professionally and personally, in the last few years, and I trust all of her recommendations on moving into a non-toxic lifestyle. We talked about everything from her favorite non-toxic brands, emotional detoxing, as well as a little bit about both of our journeys with birth control. There are so many important nuggets you can get out of this episode, so let's jump right in. And remember, if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to the Chronically Healing Podcast and give us a rate and review so that we can continue to show this podcast to many, many people. I'm so appreciative to all of you who are listening, and I can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. Today, I have my friend Jess of Modernly Balanced on the show. Welcome, Jess. Welcome, Jess. Hey, I almost (laughs) just said welcome. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) I know. Um, It's weird. Like we have pretty much the same name. So I feel like I'm like, wait, wait, welcome myself. I'm confused. (laughs) I know. And
1: I know we were going to do another podcast too, although I'm not,
0: you know, interviewing you right now. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, (laughs) why don't we jump right in and have you tell the listeners a little bit about you and who you are, and then we can kind of jump into the episode.
1: Yes. So I am a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, um, and a, uh, environmental toxin specialist. So I, before I got into all of this field, into the health and wellness, I had a story similar to you around hormones and was on a journey to figure out why I was not getting a cycle and a period. So, um, you know, I, tempted the conventional medicine route of trying to get, you know, tests and all of that and, you know, was denied blood work and saying, you're fine, just take the pill. And I'm like, no, I'm not fine. Um, And so I eventually started to Google and was like, oh, okay, so there is a way that I can get, you know, my period through making some lifestyle changes. But with that, I was like, okay, this can be overwhelming with you know Google. So, I enrolled into the NTA and decided to study nutrition. So that's where I got my nutrition certification from. Um, follow or which follows a holistic, you know, whole foods based diet approach to healing and focusing on the foundation. So I applied that throughout my journey, and then from there, I was like, oh shoot, I have to also be aware of what I'm putting. On my body, just like what I'm putting in my body. Mm. So then um, I had heard about, you know, like a skincare company called Beauty Counter. And then from there, I started learning more about toxins. And then it just kind of escalated into okay, I just became very fascinated and continuing my education um, through um, learning about environmental toxins that are kind of hiding everywhere, but we do have control and the littlest changes can make a big impact, which I will definitely explain you know, <laughs> throughout um, today's episode because just in my personal story in itself, I was on the pill for 10 plus years, came off for two and a half years, never got my cycle, went back mm-hmm. on the pill for a few months and then I was a mess. I was crying. I couldn't talk to anyone. I was emotional. I was mad. I I was like, this is not me. This is, you know, I'm, this is not me. This does not feel right. So I came off the pill. And then that's when I made all those changes with the nutrition, swapping out my products. And then a year and a half later, I got my cycle and I get it every month. So um, I am proof that, uh, you know, making lifestyle changes definitely, definitely matters.
0: Yeah. I have like My brain is going in two different directions. So I'm trying to decide. (laughs) Oh, mine mine always does. So it's fine. Wait, I want to ask two questions, but they're very different. But like, so you were mentioning um, kind of like getting started with products and and all the environmental toxins and how like, I mean, I know from personal experience, it can be very difficult or very overwhelming, I guess is the right word. And like, I think like, for example, with me, when I started, I was like, okay, like I have to eat better food or I have to like eat more organic. And then it was like, Oh wait, like my skincare seeps into my skin. So, okay. I have to pay attention to that. Oh, even my makeup. And then I was like, Oh, even the stuff I cook with, Oh, even the stuff I put my food in. Oh my God, it's everything. So like, what, how do you like when you're in that kind of overwhelmed state, how would you kind of help someone through that? Or even tell them like, what do you start with? You know?
1: Yeah. So those are all valid questions and all concerns of like, (laughs) Oh shoot. That's why I said, once you start learning, you're like, Oh my gosh, they are everywhere. (laughs) Um, but just know every small step you make does end up making a difference and lowering lowering your toxic um, exposure. But I think like nutrition, um, and I know, you know, this is like everything is bio-individual. So it depends on, you know, where the person is at, but, um, some of the top recommendations of anyone getting started into, you know, living a more lower tax lifestyle. I always stress the importance of like food because we're buying food on like a weekly basis. So if we can buy hundred percent organic, that is ideal. Mm-hmm. But if not, you know, following the environmental working group, you know, dirty dozen and clean 15, because um, many of these pesticides that are like sprayed on food, they're able to be metabolized by the body very quickly, and we can mm-hmm. actually excrete them um, when we, you know, go pee. Mm-hmm. However, it's the chronic exposure um, that yeah. you know, you know, leads up to having these higher levels of pesticides in our bodies. So if we just we're already buying the food, so if we just make that swap, um, it's also been shown that when we do, if we were to do this, then we can reduce the amount of the circulating pesticides in the body by nearly 90% in mm-hmm. less than a week. So just wow. three to five days by just focusing on either all organic or, you know, doing your best and do- following the dirty dozen,
0: which I believe their 2020 list is going to be coming out soon. So, um, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I think once I wrap my head around the fact that especially as, like, a recovering perfectionist, as I like to call myself, (laughs) like, it doesn't have to be everything all at one time. So, like, it's all about, like, lowering that toxic load. And as much as you can do or can't do, like, we took it in spurts. When we started, we kind of did like weeks. We started with food. The other one, um, that was big for us, especially living in the city of Chicago was water. We bought a Berkey filter pretty quickly just because (laughs) I just don't, I don't trust Chicago water. Um, and then, And then, yeah, we were really lucky that we decided to make this switch around the time that we got married. So anyone out there that's planning to do that, great time to put things on your registry. (laughs)
1: Yes, it honestly Um, is. Yeah. Or or, or expecting and having a baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like just, we got, you know, like new pots and pans, different kinds of things like that. At the time, otherwise we would have kind of slowly... kind of gone down that route but we definitely started with food and water I think is a big one too for some of us
1: yeah and so another one of my top um recommendations for swapping is more of like the cookware that you you know use on an everyday basis you can buy inexpensive cookware like a cast iron you know Mm -hmm. from like 20 to 30 dollars and you can literally cook so much in that but the problem with um cookware is that they not especially like non-stick cookwares they have a chemical called PFAS chemicals. Mm. Um, and it's what makes the product, you know, non, like non-stick. Yeah. But this can live in our, this chemical specifically can live in our body for like three to eight years and forever oh. in the environment. So these are a lot harder for our body to break down and metabolize, unlike, you know, the food where i mentioned with pesticides. So when it comes to something that is more serious like that, um, because I mean, this chemical in itself is linked to everything from, I mean, endocrine disruption. So anyone who's working on trying to balance their hormones, you know, it's key to try to, you know, swap that out if you can. Um, And then, you know, it affects uh, thyroid and hypothyroidism, reproductive issues and infertility. I mean, that infertility is on the rise. Um, And like, so weight issues of a lot of these chemicals too are obesogens. Um, So sometimes, you know, it is more, Well, it is more than just working out and what you eat, but um, these chemicals are also contributing to likely why we're gaining weight or why we can't lose weight.
0: Yeah. So I want to jump back to my other question just because it's on the top of my mind. So I think for me personally, again, I'm just using my personal story because I feel like I started from a spot of like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing (laughs) and you're an expert in this space, but like not even thinking of something like the birth control pill as a toxin on your body. Or something that is, like, affecting you in that way. So how, like, if people kind of think that birth control might be something that they should look into, what do you, I guess, I don't have, like, a a specific question around it. I'm just wondering more about that.
1: Yeah. So um, as when it comes to birth control, again, all of it is bio-individual. But I do believe we have enough science and studies out there to show what, um, what effects it has on the body. I mean, Mm -hmm. it depletes us in many minerals like zinc and magnesium Um, and it's replacing what our body is designed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, our bodies are smart and it will give us a sign and for ladies we're lucky because we should have a monthly cycle. It should not be, you know, painful and we shouldn't have Mm -hmm. these PMS symptoms, but just because something is common, does not mean that it's normal, which is what yeah. I feel like we have, we just think is normal because everyone that we know, you know, is suffering from some hormonal issue. Um, but I do understand that some people may need to take birth control, but then, mm-hmm. you know, not if you're in a place where they do, someone does need to take birth control, like still doing these things is just as important because, it, yeah. again, it comes to our exposure to everything. But I do know that, like, we, don't address the why, you know, like we just take it and then we're like, ah, okay. So, still, no matter what is going on, addressing kind of the why and not, and like getting back um, to the root. And I mean, if it is someone taking it because of, you know, not wanting to get pregnant, there's so many ways out there, you know, that you can use for fertility awareness. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I have one of the Ava band, mm-hmm. which Um, and then there's the Daisy is the one that you take your temperature. So just seeing like, I mean, I feel like they have their pros and cons. I bought the Ava band. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have EMFs radiating at my wrist. (laughs) But then you have the temperature thermometer and I hear people are like, Oh, I forgot to take it, you know? So it's like, it's like kind of a give or take. And it depends on like what seasons of your life, you know? Um, but I do think, I mean, I'm, I always want to be cautious of like, cause I do respect people's decisions on if they do want to take the pill or yeah. not, but I just h- wish that we were more informed with, you know, the side effects of what happens when you are taking the pill mm-hmm. and that there is a root cause to like, if you have acne and you're taking the pill, it's like, so why do you have acne? Like that is like a first sign for us to be like, okay, I need to address, you know, some other, you know, our foundations and look at our gut and look at, you know, balancing blood sugar and you know, how many healthy fats am I getting. So
0: yeah. Yeah. It's it's back to that like lowering your toxic load kind of thing again, like deciding what's important to you, right? Yeah. And doing the best
1: you can. So if you Mm -hmm. have if you need to take birth control or not ready, you know, to stop taking birth control, you can still switch the food you're eating. You can still switch the products that you're using and you know not contributing to all of the hormone disruptors that you know you may be exposed to, and then maybe if it is a hormonal imbalance that someone's facing, it will be likely more easier to come off of that and not experience maybe what they were used to. But there's always I feel like a detox period too, from mm-hmm. you know not taking um, oral contraceptives or really kind of any medication.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think like the whole conversation around the pill is interesting. Even um, like for me, when I decided that I was starting to get ready to come off the, I was on the IUD. So, um, and I really didn't want to come off of it because I never got my period. And to me, that was wonderful. (laughs) And I was, because I wasn't thinking about it. I was thinking about it from the way that it like bothers me that week versus like what it's actually doing to my body. But Like uh, Dr. Jillian Brighton talks a lot about this and she does talk a lot about like, if you're not going to come off of it, cool, but here's some other things you can do to kind of reduce that load and keep yourself as healthy as possible while you're on it. So that's kind of what I did until I like became brave enough to, to take it out. But, but yeah, and it's crazy. Like for me, I was put on birth control when I was 16 for acne. And then they put me on a different birth control because my cramps were so bad. And then they put me on the IUD because the cramps weren't going away. So they're like, well, if you don't get your period, maybe you won't get your cramps. So then I went on the IUD and um, they, that actually caused an extreme hormonal acne flare up. So I stayed on the IUD and they put me on Accutane which is one of the worst drugs in the entire world. And then that didn't work. (laughs) And they put me on spironolactone, which is a blood pressure medication, but it happens to randomly help female Mm -hmm. hormonal acne. And then I was – all of a sudden, I was like – well, it was actually my naturopath who was like, I really think you need to come off birth control because everything we were doing for my gut issues and stuff, just like it just never – Worked. It never fully worked. It would always come back. And she's like, "I really think that this is doing something." Um, yeah. And and then I was thinking about it, and I'm like, "Interesting." So I take, I take, I have an IUD, and then I have to take ibuprofen a couple times a month because I'll, my boobs hurt so much while I'm going through what would be my cycle. And then I'm on an everyday blood pressure medication because I get acne from my IUD and I'm like, wait, (laughs) like this doesn't make sense. So, so yeah, anyway, sorry, got off on a tangent, but I just. No, but, and this is why I
1: love the liver because Mm -hmm. it does so much um, from detoxing. And from, and like, it's a huge part of digestion and blood sugar regulation, but then it's also a huge part I mean, it has over 500 different functions, Um, but then it's also a huge part of hormones and like creating and removing an excess waste. Um, And I feel like if anyone, you know, can do anything, it's support the liver and you can do that, even if you're taking whatever or not necessarily- Well, it would be, you know, reducing your toxic load, you know, to the best of your ability. And then, you know, eating liver, supporting foods and doing things like that. But I definitely think, um, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite organs. And now I'm like, now I know why, because (laughs) it had a huge role into me getting my cycle and in all the toxins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what are to like... I feel like we're, like, bashing – not bashing birth control, but we're kind of talking about our experience with it, which wasn't great.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, and, yeah, and it it masked everything, obviously, for both of us, so we never got down to the why.
0: Which sometimes – I'm totally getting back on it, but sometimes (laughs) that's, like, there's a piece of me that I think was – it was, like, ingrained in me. Like, I liked the fact that it masked things, you know, that I didn't feel – um these certain types of way. And now that I do have, I've had my IOD out for just over a year. And I'm I'm noticing symptoms that I didn't know that I had or that I had when I was 16 and was put on birth control and I never figured out what the actual issue was. (laughs) And now at 30, how old am I 32, it's like re, re showing up. So it's just and now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh I have to figure this out because if I want to have kids someday, or if, you know, I don't want to deal with all these symptoms all the time, I have to figure it out now. So it's funny that you mentioned that I was on a
1: girl's trip and I had, I was just watching everyone like, or like not obviously judging my friends. I've, (laughs) I've done a lot of mindfulness work where I have, I don't like, I have severely like don't judge. And I truly respect everyone from where they're coming at, you know, with the information and stuff that they know. But I was like, One of them had heartburn, taking antacids. One of them, you know, drinking multiple cups of coffee in the morning. One of them, like, had headaches and taking ibuprofen throughout the day. And I'm like, so I'm asking all of them, I'm like, do any of you have, you know, hard time sleeping? In your energy, like, are you not pooping every day? Like all these things that I'm witnessing. They're like, nope, nope. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) So that and that is my hope with like educating and sharing all of this because I feel like we just don't know like, and everything that's going on today is like until something happens mm-hmm. and I, that's what I don't want someone to get that diagnosis of, Oh, I have breast cancer or, Oh, I have ovarian cancer. Um, or, you know, Oh, I have X, Y, Z, or like, I don't now get a cycle or my hormones are way out of whack. or I have PCOS or anything like that. So I just feel like we have control over our health. Um, I mean, 95% of the, you know, cancers are attributed to a person's lifestyle and environment. So I just feel like if we can, some, I, that's where I'm like, how do I bridge the gap of people realizing that this is, you know, important, but also the little changes that they make, you know, do make a big difference. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's just like, focusing on what you want to focus on and just understand that every little step that you're taking is actually huge. Like it's, it's so much bigger than you might even realize. And, um, and it's just really important to make those little steps and not force yourself, like think that you have to make, you have to change everything about your life right now. Otherwise it won't work. That's not true at all. Exactly. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite, like household brands, or I know beauty counter, we kind of touched on, which I Mm -hmm. use too. So what are some of your favorite non-toxic brands that you, that you recommend a lot?
1: Yes. So for household cleaners, um, You know, I didn't want to love this company. I'm going to be honest, Branch Mm -hmm. Basics, because I was like, every influencer likes Branch Basics. (laughs) I'm being dead serious. I was like, I want to support, they're a small company. So I love that. Well, I'm going to get to the story of who I love. But I was like, all the influencers promote them. I want to support, you know, another company. I want to find another company. But truly, I do love branch. I finally like gave in and I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy branch basics. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, it does everything. Um, and it's safe. It doesn't contain, you know, any of the harmful ingredients that are found, um, in household cleaners, uh, you know, from fragrance and pegs and all, you know, ble- like even bleach in itself. Um, especially if like you have, um, respiratory issues, but, uh, it's literally my favorite. It's a one concentrate cleans everything. Um, I've been using it even more since we're in that, um, pandemic that we're experiencing now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like I was just using the spray to wipe down my car. So, I mean, it, you have a stain in your carpet. It literally can get it out. So now I know why everyone loves it. Now I know (laughs) why everyone promotes it. Although not all influencers, I feel like promote safe stuff and they just promote things because it's what they get sent to them but um they would most definitely be my favorite like non-toxic household everything cleaner um that I would highly recommend
0: Cool. I've actually never used Branch Basics. So that's, it's funny. Like, I think um, one of our mutual friends, Monica, who I've had on the podcast before um, was talking about Branch Basics the other day. And I was like, oh I just like, I forget about the brand. I don't know why, (laughs) but I just forget about it. Um, But we've tried different non-toxic cleaners and stuff and they don't always work that great. So that's good to know because- And maybe that's one that we'll try out. What do you like about Beauty Counter? Because that, I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but like what, for people that want to change their skincare and their makeup, things like that, what's so great about Beauty Counter?
1: So, um well, I love so much of it. I'm someone <laughs> who has fallen in love with the whole entire company as a whole, but some people fall in love because their products perform. Mm-hmm. Um because for safer because they do. They are very similar to the ones that you know you'll find, you know, on in Ulta or MAC or Sephora um as far as like skincare and makeup. So, I love that, you know, they test rigorously. They, you know, screen everything. Um, not only that, we make sure the sourcing um, is a huge part of the process because when it comes to makeup, a lot of these companies are actually, um, having kids out in cold mines, you know, getting all of the mica that's being used, um, in these products. And then not only that, there's heavy metals in makeup, um, mm-hmm. and we, and they actually test for the heavy metals. So I just, and then, Not only that, I feel like as a company, like they're actually in DC at the forefront trying to change the laws and regulations because we haven't had any since 1938 and only 30 ingredients have been, have been banned. So, um, I just love the company as a whole and everything that they're doing. Um, and then of course, and makes it so much easier that they actually have products, you know, with the active ingredients, you know, that people are looking for. Cause that's the thing is people, you know, we're so used to using all of these products, you know, that have all these active ingredients. And then um, sometimes we do need that depending on where we're at. Like if, you know, where we're at in our journey, we still need those active ingredients. Um, so I love the fact that they actually have been able to create um, safer products with active ingredients that actually perform and meet, you know, everyone's kind of needs whether, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. I, one thing that I really love that kind of goes with that with beauty counter is that they, um, like you said, they're trying to change like the laws and the, and everything that goes along with just more of the toxic products that are, uh, chemicals that are in a lot of products. And for me, I just think that that's so cool. And, um, and that they support other non-toxic brands and they, Mm -hmm. they want other makeup and skincare companies to do this, even though it'll cause them to have tons more competition. They don't care. Like they want the change to be made because they care about what the underlying issue is, not necessarily the competition, which I think is really cool and not that normal for particularly for American companies. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Cause
1: it's always about the bottom line for a lot of them, but yeah, it definitely, they truly want everyone. Their mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone, whether that be beauty counter and whether that be not. Um, and I definitely, that's why I like to support, you know, if someone is actually, truly has a product that works and that I love, I love supporting them, whether that be a company that I'm affiliated with or not. Like you mentioned our friend, Monica, she makes amazing plant-based beauty products that I love Mm -hmm. and that perform. Um, You know, I have another friend who I met locally at an event and she makes, you know, plant-based beauty products, you know, Lume and they perform. So I want to support everyone, you know, in this business as well. If they're doing good for us, I, you know, want everyone to also know about them.
0: Yeah, 100%. I love I love Monica's stuff. Her I use her moringa oil. I always is it moringa rose oil? I don't know. I'm, I'm on like my second bottle of it. It has like saved my very very dry skin that randomly came with getting my IUD on this. So, um so that's been wonderful, but like the beauty counter products have just been a constant for me and it's something my husband uses. He uses like Oh, he uses Counterman. Oh yeah, he loves Counterman. Yeah, he uses like the body wash and the um like the shaving stuff. He okay. really like loves that stuff. So, and then he also uses like the shampoo and conditioner that I buy. So, yeah, he's a big big fan of the Counterman stuff too. And honestly, it's like it's not as easy to find men's products that are non-toxic it's yeah even though I feel like female products or just like general products are kind of being uh brought to the forefront but like even for him when he tried to find a um like a hair gel or a hair I don't even know what the heck he uses yeah um but like it was really difficult to find one that had like safe products in it he was using one that was just like super nasty when we started to realize what these things were yeah um so with Beauty Counter, it's really nice with, I mean, initially he started, because when we started using Beauty Counter, Counterman wasn't out yet. So he mm-hmm. was just using like my lotion or like my bot like all of my stuff, which was fine. But now that it, there's like more of a masculine scent to it and like, yeah. it, like you know, so he just likes that better. But but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're definitely, um, and you know, they have, I mean, they make it it's some of their products are not, you know, the most, you know, reasonable, but they're definitely in line with things that you would buy at, you know, Ulta or Sephora or, you know, Mac as far as makeup. And then that's what makes me question is how do those people charge so much for using all these toxic chemicals? You know, like beauty Hunter is, you know, just in line with, you know, everything that they do, but they also, since they are, well, now that they have brick and mortar stores, if you're in, you know, New York or um, Colorado, um and pop-ups in like LA, then you can actually go to the store and see these products, but everything is basically online. Um, but with that they have a sixty day return policy. So it's like what company, you know, also then gives you free ship like free return shipping, you know, with these products that are safer. They like they truly do want everyone, you know, they want to make it as easy as possible to get safer products into the hands of everyone.
0: Yeah. And it's not even like I mean you can use almost all of the product and send it back. And they're like, okay, if that's, <laughs> if it's one of 60 days, yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah. It's not one of those that like, Hey, I didn't take this stuff off. So now I'm going to send it back. <laughs> it's like literally, yeah, I really like, I, I like beauty counter. Um, I also, like I said, I use Monica's products. Um, so, like her stuff is, is a little bit more affordable. So if you want to get started, mm-hmm. like, um, with her oils or, uh, just like face masks, all that stuff. She has this really cool eyelash serum that like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it's more affordable, especially for those that are just getting started or don't want to spend a ton of money on skincare. I think once you start to like get a little bit older, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, (laughs) things are (laughs) happening to my face. Maybe I should like, you know, really, really pay attention to my products, but you know, it's better, like whichever products work for you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, our skin's our largest organ. So, I mean, while we are not like absorbing everything, the many chemicals that are used in the personal care products, I mean, we do get, they are getting absorbed through our skin um, and then they're making their way into our bloodstream. So, I mean, and a lot of these chemicals have been linked to, you know, hormonal changes and, you know, breast cancer and, you know, thyroid disorders and skin irritation and so many things. And that's why, It's also another, like, it's just what we put in and on our body are just kind of equally as important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that kind of ties into like, we're talking about things that you can switch out or different things you can use, or maybe different products that you should look into. But there's also the importance of like, your environment and the toxic people in your life or, um, caring about and going out into nature. I know that you are really big into doing that as much as you can too. So what are some, what are some of those types of, um, like rituals or routines that you do maybe that kind of help you stay healthy and happy?
1: Yes. So the nature one, I'll jump on that one first. So, I mean, again, most of the toxins that we're exposed to are actually inside our homes. And we spend most of our time inside homes or inside offices all day. Mm -hmm. Um, So to, while we can, open our windows, you know, to let fresh air in. And then to also get outside, you know, and just connect with nature in itself. I mean, even if you like can just for like five minutes, put like your feet into the grass or in the sand or wherever you're at, you know, like on the earth and like just connect and get some grounding in um, or just like going for a walk. Like I'm, I do love meditating, but also a form of meditating could be walking and just not even listening to music or podcasts because that's what I did. Especially when I was like going through school, I was like, I had to cram in all the information. I was working full time. I was doing all these things. But then once I, I finally got burnt out with it and then I just stopped and I was like, oh my God, I never noticed that on my walk before or I never mm-hmm. noticed that. So just really becoming present, um, it can make such a huge difference um, in just slowing down, um, mm. which then I feel like changes how you show up, you know, into the world and then how like you interact with other people um, and just not letting, um, you know, like when it comes into like the social side of things and like mindset into how like to tackle all of this, just not letting, you know, perfection be like the enemy of the good. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: also, you know, getting at, or like having, you know, strong connections with people. I just feel like all of this helps, you know, with detoxing everything, not just the like toxins, like where, you know, sometimes I feel like for me, for instance, like I didn't realize I had so many things that I needed to like open up and share about that I needed to detox all of my emotions. So like this past seven months, I've gone through an emotional detox Mm. and I've done therapy. Um, so I just think like the word detox is removing any kind of stressors, you know, that we interact with and maybe for someone that is starting with the more emotional side, maybe they are go, maybe you're going through something financially, maybe you're going through something in, in your relationship or, you know, with work or whatever it is, but just making sure that like not masking any of it because I am the true queen of masking and living in survival mode. I have, I have have learned that. I'm like, oh shoot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I definitely think, um, you know, and just trying to be mindful, which is the true definition of being present and without judgment. And that judgment portion I mentioned earlier is definitely not easy, you know, but it's definitely something when you can achieve it and truly be happy for someone no matter where they're at and you might not agree with them and be happy for yourself and not having a jealous aspect of everything. It just brings about a whole nother detox in the sense of, you know, emotional stress or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no matter what health professional you talk to i feel like any time i've ever been to any health professional ever they have told me that like managing your stress you need to be less stressed this is caused by stress all these things are stress your migraine triggers are stress and i think we don't think about that as like a toxin that's affecting our body so much and i remember the first few times being told that by a doctor being like okay but everybody's stressed and that was my excuse and it was like that that doesn't mean that <laughs> – that doesn't mean that you should feel that way all the time just because everybody else is that you know. So doing, yeah. like, little things to kind of – they seem little, like, taking a walk or or just, like, getting out like and – Doing makeup,
1: something like, you love, hard. you know, and, yeah, like, yeah. not making time for it. I mean, we live in a society of go, go, go and trying to be the next best because this person has this and, like, we – you know, that's just – I feel like where we – have become as a society. Mm -hmm. Although, um, I do think right now, a lot of us are seeing, you know, everyone's working from home now. I'm hoping, you know, everyone's learning the benefits of slowing down because you will actually increase creativity. You'll actually Mm -hmm. increase productivity, you know, if you just take time and sleep. Um, and stress really is the number one cause of like all disease. Like it's, but the stress looks like that for everyone or like it's a, Stress is different for everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, if you can identify what is your number one stressor, then start there. You know, maybe it's not food. Maybe you're not in the space to actually transition to, you know, your food and clean out and overhaul your pantry. So um, everyone, again, comes at it at a different place and just kind of finding, you know, what's that number one thing that can get someone started? Because Mm -hmm. once you start and you see the benefits of all of this, it makes you like, there's so much more growth and so much more learning and so much to, you know, be said for everything that you're doing.
0: Yeah. So how do you kind of work with people along this journey? Yes. Yeah, so I,
1: um I literally, I just like redefined, you know, what I w- wanted to do with my business because I'm like, hum, how do I, how can I help people? Um, yeah. And I want to help people by doing, you know, swapping out any products that are in their home and doing like a healthy home audit, um, whether that be in person in my community or whether that be remote. Um, I also, since I did continue my education in like a more advanced um, certification course, to learn about like the products that are in our home, you know, from flooring to paint and all of those like Mm couch, like furniture, like those larger purchases. If someone's in the midst of remodeling or purchasing a home and needing new furniture and stuff like that, um, I would love to, or I help people, um, you know, find safer options. to the alternatives, you know, that are out there, um, you had mentioned, you know, creating a registry. So Mm -hmm. I also, um, And a friend that was recent, we just had like a baby shower and I was like, and recently helped her and I was like, oh, this is fun. So, you know, helping, you know, whatever your registry may be for a bridal shower, um, expecting a baby, um, helping those, you know, create like, but it's the perfect time. Like you said, to get these products, like to swap to safer because it's your loved ones that are, you know, purchasing these products and showering you with these gifts um, and then I do, you know, one-on-one cult salts, depending on whatever anyone needs. Um, since I do have that nutrition aspect as well, because um, sometimes in the realm of toxins, you may switch out all these products and you're like, oh, okay, great. You know, like you might not notice something right away, but when you start with nutrition, yeah, most of the time you notice a huge difference. Like if you just cut out, you know, the worst offenders and look at the ingredient labels,
0: yeah yeah it's crazy like how how apparent it is when we switched we switched pretty quickly with food just because my husband was so sick but like it was crazy i was like oh interesting i didn't realize that that thing was giving me a stomach ache every time i ate it <laughs> or like you know i was getting bloated from this or it just like i noticed that like my body was digesting things better or just all all that kind of stuff so So yeah, that's cool. So how could people connect with you if they wanted to work with you or if they just wanted to kind of learn more from you?
1: Yes, so they can follow me on Instagram at modernly underscore balance or Facebook, same thing. And then also I have a website with several blogs on how to transition to lower tox living um, at modernlybalance.com. That's M-O-D-E-R-N. A L L Y balanced with the D.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know, cause I'm like, shoot, it's like, it's, <laughs> um, sometimes can be confusing, but, um, those are like the main platforms. And then of course I do send out, you know, I, I focus on transitions, weekly transitions. I usually do like a transition to Thursday. Um, and again, it, like you had mentioned and asked me about detoxing in other areas, rather than just the products and food that we eat. Um, I share a lot on the mental side of, you know, detoxing as well. So, um, I share little tidbits of things that hopefully you can save for when the time is ready or, you know, make that change now. And I like to focus a lot on to what are the little nuggets like that you can change today that are also free because, yeah. you know, there are things that you can do today that costs zero money, you know, to get, to start your health journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so important. And I'll have all of your links and everything in the blog post and in um, the show notes of this so people can click on it too if they want to. But is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners of the podcast today? I
1: mean, just to remind everyone that, you know, one small change can make a big difference and it's about progress, not perfection. So don't let that stop you from, you know, taking your health into your own hands or starting it. Definitely times have shown that it is our greatest asset.
0: Hmm.
1: and thank you for having me of
0: course thanks for being on <laughs> I hope that y'all loved today's podcast episode I know that I did I hope that you learned so much about non-toxic living and about just detoxing your life in general and paying attention to how you can keep yourself feeling the most balanced the most healthy and the happiest so If you haven't already, make sure that you rate and review this podcast. I know that I say this quite often, but it truly, truly helps even just giving me a rating and letting me know how things are going, letting me know the things you would like to hear. Not only does it help me with future podcast episodes, but it also helps this podcast grow. And if you haven't already, make sure you head on over to Instagram and follow me over there. It's just chronically.healing. And then you can find out all about what I'm doing on the day-to-day, sharing my holistic healing and wellness routine and just like normal life stuff, you know, like my dog and fun things like that. So if you aren't following me over there, make sure that you do that. And yeah, I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye.